Okay. Uh, let's do a random thing. Just uh, make it up. Just go. Just do what uh, you want. Oh, uh, welcome to Slacker Studio, a podcast all about the things we do when we're slacking. We'll be chatting about a variety of things such as gaming, movies, tech news, and uh, whatever the hell was. Uh, and we don't actually have a topic. All right. Yeah, we didn't say that. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> hey. Truly, hashtag Slackers. Um, I'm Jack. And I'm Ed. This week today... the show. Yeah, oh, shit, today... I'm not even reading the show notes. I yeah, wrote. Dick. We're winging, we're winging it today. It. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Can't you tell? Oh, God. Yeah, so, beer of the show, go. Uh, the beer of the show is Krabby's Ginger Ale. Now, mm-hmm. I used to have Krabby's a long time ago, and I'm going through a bit of uh, death throes uh, with some stomach stuff. So, actually, ginger is amazing for me at the moment. Oh, here we go. Come oh, on. Yeah. I haven't had this for a while. I've I forgot how much I like it. Oh man! Oh, gluten free, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm lacking a lime though. Lime with this makes it so good. I've never done that before. My, oh, my man. pop shield is right in the fucking way as usual. Mmm. 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 Yeah. Oh god, I love That's it. Good. Yep, oh, I love it. It's not changed either. No. <laughs> it's got that little so, kick to it, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so our Slacker's rating is from 1 to 5. Um, so, Krabby's, let's actually talk about it, because I've never read the back. Yeah, so, yeah, go for it. This is Krabby's. Original alcoholic ginger beer. Best served chilled with ice and lemon. So, not lime. Lemon, apparently, but oh. ice lime. I like lime. Um, enjoy the curiously spicy, yet deliciously refreshing blend of real steeped ginger and exotic spices. In the 1800s, the Scottish pioneer... John Krabbe <laughs> created the unconventional drinks by combining exotic spices from the Far East with the finest steeped ginger. Today, Krabby's alcoholic ginger beer comes in a wide variety of flavours, but still remains the same pioneering and adventurous spirit of its founder. It's that spirit that makes Krabby's drinks genuinely surprising and unique. We call it refreshingly adventurous. So, yeah, that's, that's it. Refreshingly adventurous. Cool. It's, it's quite very, nice. very adventurous. Mm. I feel so adventurous right now. The most adventurous ever on a Monday night after work, shattered. Yeah, right. <laughs> in case you can't tell, it's like, yeah, Monday night, we got back from work a little bit ago. We're in our own areas, houses, sheds, spare bedrooms, and making it up as we go along. Yeah, pretty much as slackerific as it can be. But I'm going to give this a strong three to four. Actually, I'm going to put it to a four because I like the stuff. And when I do have it, yep. it's like a treat. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had it in oh, so long. That. Four's fine with me. Done. Tick. Four. Mm. Done. Okay, so stuff in our lives. Um, how's your week been, dude, so far? Well, yeah. It's Monday, so. Yeah. Although, actually, that's the point. I haven't been here. You guys did a show without me. Yes, I d- we did. That was strange. I had to edit that, and then I wasn't even in it. So that was that was very strange. It was nice how to be I, a listener. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, went, I wonder how that was. It was um, it was very strange. I felt like I was there, but not like. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously, like, <laughs> which is good because that's kind of the point of the show. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't <clears throat> normally be there. <laughs> no, I so, get yeah, you. No, it's good fun. It was surreal listening back and hearing uh, Phil and Morgan because you know they're they're both quite close mates kind of like you are and it'll be nice to be able to send that back to them in a few years time and say hey this is what you were doing at the time um that's what i love about what we do this is great or i love all the fact that we can go back to this but yeah so so far you've had a tough day 
Yeah, it's been okay. It's just so much stuff. And it's basically, so my week is going to be kind of sorting stuff out. And mm. the expression I used earlier today was herding cats. But yeah. cats is people and stuff <laughs> and things. So uh, like at the weekend, this coming weekend, I'm working um, at, it's called Salon International is the kind of exhibition show thing. And it's like, Salon. Yes. As in hairdressers. <laughs> um. It's very. This is very strange. We're on camera to each other at the moment, so it's very, very odd. Pulling faces whilst recording. Anyway, yes, uh, I've got lots of things to sort out. I'm kind of like producing the video side of it as well as doing the video side of it on site. But I've got loads of like things to find and people to squeeze for assets. Mm. So just lots of faff. Ooh, ooh, live breaking news. I've just seen that there is a live Q&A with Ian Hazakostis on... 8 p.m. on Thursday in the evening. Sick. Well, that'll be something nice I could watch before the chaos that will be this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, 8 p.m. CST, which is about the same time as us now. Oh, that's cool. That's Paris time, I think. Yeah, that's great. Average Paris mean? Central Eastern, Central European. Uh, Blur. What are time zones? I hate time zones with a passion. Time zones. CST. Ah, Central European Eastern, sorry, Central European Summertime. There we go. Central European Summertime, nice. What time is it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, stuff and things. Uh, work, works, a lot of work, which yep. I think is what we both decided to put in our show notes. Yeah, pretty much. Like today, uh, it was kind of nice in a way because I was being fought over by clients. So I'm not going to go into... <laughs> like anything bad that happened i just thought it's actually kind of funny so i was working with one client and they have this booking system where you have to they have to book you down and um as per usual people because it's just the madness of the morning and there's like three deadlines all going on at the same time i had people just trying to book me down i had one producer sitting with me and then another bunch come in and them having like little arguments and i felt <laughs> it was it was nice in a way because i felt wanted but at the same point it's also awkward because like hey i want to help you but no how about no how about no but yeah it's been pretty nuts the last week and it's been kind of nuts this week but the day went so quick i don't even know where it's gone it felt like it, i realized it was half five and i thought it was two o'clock i was about to go out for lunch <laughs> like no no Whoops. word of a lie yeah that's it that's it cool <laughs> so uh, it's kind of been a day week so but what about how was last week though and what did you do over the weekend over the weekend, I had a bit of a bad weekend, I guess, and a good weekend. So Sunday was awesome because my internet got fixed. I got Assassin's Creed Origins, and that was pretty fucking fit. I'll talk about that soon. Um, but yeah, last week was just crazy work and a bit of watching uh, Bake Off, British Bake Off, mm -hmm. and discussing all the jam tarts that I can't make because I'm shit. Because um, you're a tart. Because I'm a dick and I'm a tart. Um, yes, so that was pretty much it. It was just a busy week of not much, but oh, I know we'll get to it because I guess I'd like to talk about maybe the news first, and then we can get to gaming stuff and the actual, I guess, little notes that we've got. Yeah, cool. Let's do it. So, all right, we haven't really got any segments this week because yeah. basically neither of us are here next weekend. So we've just thrown a show together. Today is Monday. I guess the show might be out today. Depends how late I stay up and edit it. <laughs> I might literally just press send to SoundCloud, and we'll just. <laughs> it would be kind After of funny. It's yeah. just a bit of fun, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Morheim left Blizzard. Yeah, well, that's well, nuts. Well, left Blizzard. Uh, steps down as CEO. 
And what? He's been there for 25 years. Well, since day one. Yeah, which right? is incredible. Like during their Silicon and Synapse days, mm. which is pretty actual blizzard. Yeah, and and that was the lo- the game called like the Lost Vikings, I think, and it was an That's Nintendo it. thing. And yeah, yeah, I hadn't, I'd forgotten about that because it, literally when I was leveling a hunter about, I don't know, three months ago in Badlands, maybe you do a quest with the Lost Vikings. That's oh yeah, of course you do. And there's also an Alden. There's three Vikings. Yeah, which I found out from Ali on Dungeon Fables last week. Yeah, I've just our tips for Alderman: don't yeah, die. Yeah. <laughs> and Karg's back door, as Ali reminded me. Yes, but yeah, Mike Morheim leaving Blizzard is big because he's always been there, and he was always a bit um, nervous when he was doing his mm. Blizzard things. But I always found that was a more human side to see him. Like he's not a natural talk- born talker, but you could see the excitement for the game. So whenever you see Mike Morheim in one of those shirts that he has on, it's always yeah, related yeah, yeah. to the to the expansion that's coming out, and he just talks about the game. Even if you're not, even if you don't play Blizzard games at all, um, seeing a man who's got that much gravitas in the gaming scene, um, and you know, being center stage to tell you and get so many people excited about the next thing, it's magical. So to see him step down, it's kind of in the same field as Chris Metzen. These guys have had a very long career and they're just kind of winding down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just want to enjoy life. And I, you know, I say hats off to them. If you're that well off in your life and you've done all you can. You know, maybe it's time to let somebody else kind of take the reins whilst you chill out a bit. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, he deserves a break. Like, yeah. he's done damn well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think anybody can say otherwise. Like, even if we're just talking from a business sense, like, look at it. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Um, the amount of stuff they get through every month. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the thing is, it's not all bad at all because you got is a J. Allen Brack is the new person and he's like the head of wow or something already and he's now ceo also the guy that said that we don't know what we want and then backtracked and vanilla's now coming so take it away from yeah it was the one that i think he was the guy that was like um you don't know what you want we know what you want which is what is the one of the biggest issues with wow at the moment is that i ran beta a lot of people ran beta and the mm. biggest gripe with it at the moment is that people felt like they just did not listen to any feedback whatsoever. And I think to a degree they were like, yeah, no, we didn't, but we're going to, Ian has a cost us as amazing as he said, pretty much was like, yeah, no, these things happened. We're going to move on. And I think he took responsibility for some of the things which happened, which weren't really his fault. Um, but yeah. yeah, I guess when you have this sort of person sticking up to the top of, wow, I think they need to put the fans foremost in a way instead of seeing themselves as hotshots. That's the one thing I'm really worried about. Mike Morheim had such a grip on what we wanted and what made a good game, was I find that Blizzard, now Blizzard Activision, is becoming a bit more businessy, and that is really worrying to me, as, a, I, as both of us being content creators. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think, that, well, I mean, I'm not saying Jay Allen Brack isn't either, but I know for yeah. a fact Mike is a, is a, he plays the damn game, right? Like, that's, they're, they're, there's, their initial aim was to create good games. That was that was it. That was that was the only thing. Yeah. And they've done that. And if you make that. it, they will come. Yeah, exactly. And we came many yeah. times. <laughs> so several new games in the works. Yes, that's part of Mike's. I feel weird calling him Mike, Mister Morheim. Um, he his uh, closing statement almost from leaving Blizzard is that they that like Jalen Brack is 
taking over and they'll be he'll be leading the charge effectively on several new games the word several was used jeez um so just looking at the blizzcon schedule we know diablo's got something going on because that came out the other day a diablo mmo i heard something about but i'm probably wrong i'd be astounded if it's an mmo but we'll see yeah like who knows um are you so i mean we might as well talk about this like because blizzcon are you going to get a virtual ticket this year i don't know um i'm a I, it's one of those things i don't know if i'll actually have time to get around and watch it um mm. i think i always i got a ticket last year and i love the rewards uh they were amazing the year before my friends got the beer stein we all got together and watched it i think the last time i got the virtual ticket and i think was it were you with us when we watched blizzcon yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so i got it so we could watch blizzcon together which was an amazing idea and yeah i got some in-game rewards which is kind of cool not hot on any of the rewards they're doing this year i feel like they've kind of shoehorned things in so they've done a cape which could have been with the exalted honor bound thing and they've yeah. done standard which i'm guessing is going to have some sort of 10 minute cooldown so for me i'm not sold on it whatsoever and i feel like that pirate ship could have gone to the blizzcon thing I, I agree. I think last year it was sensibly priced as well. It was like for us, yeah. it was what thirty quid or something. I yeah, think it, it was. Wasn't you, that. It was you pricey, thirty-five. Mount. Oh right, you got, okay. You yeah, got yeah. two mounts, and this pirate mount is literally a remod of the one you got for BlizzCon last year. Yeah, it's like the but, Horde one, but yeah, but with yeah. added sales. Yeah, it's yeah. like the Alliance one, but with added oh, sales. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even um, in model, but okay. That's I don't the 3D know. The side of me going up, isn't it? Like it has gone up. I really enjoyed the content, but I actually, I don't know. I think I might do it because it was good fun last year. I mean, literally last year I was on the first day I was sat in the, the World of Warcraft Discord and we were all kind of like live watching it together. That was pretty cool because yeah, it was yeah, good timing for all of us. Absolutely. I it completely depends on what you're using it for. Like for that one night where we all sat up and watched it and decided to choose, like I think we were sitting there and we're like, do you know what, let's go over and some of the costume contest mm. oh, and then <laughs> yeah and hogger and we got yeah, to yeah, see yeah. that live and that was so wicked that experience is the blizzcon experience for us so if you've got something to use it for totally with you um i think because i don't have anyone to look to watch it with at the moment there isn't that drive for it but if there is like if we we're like fuck it let's do this let's have a night of it we'll get morgan kate round phil um, and just watch this together totally i think that's totally worth the ticket alone just that yeah, experience with others the thing the thing is like there's no point it's all getting do you know what i mean yeah because that's a lot of money we're not all going to watch everything but i did actually watch a lot of content from it last year but mm. mostly it was in the build-up yeah that well, was what I, I liked about it yeah well i mean that's the thing so like i, I did blizzcon a few years ago with friends and uh, my friends got the goodie bag where they got the beer stein and all the other bits and the bastion skin, which is now like 800 quid on Amazon Ugh. if you kept the code. Um, yeah, nuts. But they were really good. And I think a lot of people won't get the ticket now because they're like, well, I'd get it for the rewards alone, but I'll watch maybe day one. Mm. So I'm wondering how that's going to work. I'm, that isn't me blasting it because if you love BlizzCon and so many people do and so many people are going there this year, buy it because it's going to be one hell of a show regardless i'd love to see what they've got in store though for that opening the opening title sequence is always the best the opening yeah, ceremony, yeah, yeah. Sorry. oh my gosh yeah and as long as they get a better music artist than dj khalid or whatever it was the last oh God. fucking time but muse was great last year at BlizzCon, yeah but that overwatch finals was terrible that was terrible yo listen to my mixtape yeah 
yeah and everyone's like yeah <laughs> and it felt awkward us watching it like on a tv in the uk so imagine what it was like there oh god and he kept on having to pull up his trousers i'm like dude that don't yeah. have your pants below your butt that's easy access that's what that is sir. <laughs> easy access to how bad your stuff was on stage live anyway yeah. Yes, but yeah, that's uh, awesome. So several games in the works. BlizzCon's going to be exciting, but we're still deciding if yeah. we're going to watch it together and what's going to go on about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's quite a bit of money for not really anything. But anyway. I mean, yeah, uh, we went to see Venom. Yeah, we did. That was that has had such bad press. Like Rotten Tomatoes yeah. gave it thirty-one percent or something last check. They is it that it. bad? Yeah, I'm gonna and, look. I'm gonna look right now and see what it is. I think upon reflection, I liked the film as a standalone, but I can see why people were angry with it. They felt it was a bit cliche, classic kind of, I guess what one of the girls at work said it today. It's like hot guy um, put, in, put in a Hollywood film. Um, he's the main bad guy. Uh, he beats up a load of people. There's some sort of redemption that happens in it. Um, he wins the girl. Everything's fine. And... You know, that's pretty much the premise of most Marvel films. And they said that that could have been shoehorned better into an actual Spider-Man film. You know, it's exactly like the original set of three with Tobey Maguire. Yes. That's what it is. That's yeah. what it reminds me of. Now I think about it, that's what it is. And that was good at the time. Yeah. But you know what? I, honestly, I really did enjoy the film. Now, yeah. the, I just pulled up Rotten Tomatoes as well. So I can see what they're saying. Is, yeah. Is, yeah. So the critics there critics whoever they yeah. are um 30 percent well 30 percent okay but the audience score 89 percent of people there you go it. because there wasn't i actually quite enjoyed it like i've yeah. given it its blast like i'm saying it from their point of view saying in a story hindrance or what, and in mm. a plot way i mean it's never going to be like the godfather or anything like that i think that's the problem with critics no. is they're always expecting the next big thing and it's like can you just fucking enjoy a popcorn film you bunch of twats. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, what did you enjoy about it, Ed? I, I, the first thing is that the first sort of 15 minutes took a while to get going. Hmm. Um, but after that, I was entertained start to finish. And yes. I have to say the bits that were funniest were Tom Harkat, oh, Eddie Brock's interaction with Venom. Yeah. That was the best bits by far. Yeah, I agree. I like that they had their sort of synergy. So at first he's kind of a bit annoyed. And then because oh, this is I wouldn't say I mean, it is kind of spoilery and spoilery slackers. So yeah. apologies. I guess we could just say, you know, it's the, the interaction and you actually kind of like the characters as they go along. So there is an innate fear about these symbiotes because they're from outer space. But then there's also the fun side of it. There is that marvelly fun side of it, which is quite in interesting. Yeah, and I think this is the thing to bear in mind is that this is kind of the whole Sony Marvel thing all over again, though, because this is actually just a Sony film. Yeah. Um, it's Marvel's character, but it's not MCU at all. It's like how all the old Spider-Man films were. So yeah. don't expect much more from this, but it's kind of... I, I actually want to see another one. I would, I would want to see another one. I want to see more of him. I liked when he got chaotic. I think it's nice to actually see... A little less, excuse me, superhero and anti-hero. Yeah. I like anti-heroes. They're fun. I think that's a good way to describe it because that's kind of what it is. He's not exactly a good... I mean, Eddie Brock is a good guy. Like, mm. he wants to do the right thing. But Venom, 
Meh. <laughs> it's a yin and yang character, isn't it? Mm. Oh, God, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else have we got in there? Oh, yeah, the only other sort of news thing was this Harry Potter Yeah. Game. Oh, are we going to review it out of five, by the way? Quickly? Oh, what, Venom? <clears throat> yep. Uh, three and a half? I'd say three and a half, yeah. Because it was fun. I had, yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We like, like we said in Discord, we had a fair few people with us, and it was entertaining from that aspect. But I, I enjoyed it. I really did. Like the, like I said, the first sort of fifteen minutes, it was like, do 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 Yeah. And then we got into it, and I was like, okay, I get it now. Because it was like waiting and waiting to see what they were gonna do with Venom. Totally with you. There's no Spider Man. So <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh Harry, new new Harry, Harry Potter, Potter game. game. This was kind of a rumor throughout most of last week, I think. Um mm. it is confirmed that there is a new game in the works. I can't remember who is doing it, and I am not looking it up because I can't be bothered. Um, but it is set theoretically in eighteen hundreds Hogwarts. As in hundreds of years before Harry Potter. It looks great. Um, just from the small gifts I've seen, it's like an RPG. You can fully customize who you are. Yeah. Um, and you can learn stuff. I don't really know much else about it, but just seeing how the interactions with the spells, with the environment, and seeing the actual 3D stuff, people are getting really excited about it. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting because it would be nice to have a good Harry Potter game. Yeah. Um, like, I enjoyed, I said it in the nostalgia stuff last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember playing the first game and how important those first three Harry Potter games were, I guess, to me. Mm -hmm. And to see this kind of come about again, I'd love to get back into it. Yeah, me too. I think it'd be interesting. I don't know really much more than that. If it's like an MMO or just an RPG, I don't know. I kind of hope it's single player. I hope it's single player as well. I want a good single player game, like an RPG game. I don't want another multi Rush If it job. can be like Skyrim, but Harry Potter. Yeah. Like done. Mm. I want to travel to Hogsmeade and get fucked on Honeymead. Yeah, that's it. I think Honeymead? we need like uh, butterbeer. That's it, which is Honeymead. terrible in real life. Like Honeymead genuinely terrible. Honeymead is mead, Jack. Is yeah. it terrible? Yeah, it's so bad. Like we went to the Harry Potter exhibition thing in Warner Brothers Studio tour, and it is terrible. I heard it was just like alcoholic uh, vanilla. Well, it's not alcoholic. It's no, it's, no. It's just like cream soda. Oh, that's it, cream soda. Okay, fair enough. That's it. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah. Uh, oh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. So Red Dead Redemption is one of my favorite PlayStation games of all time. It's amazing. John Marston was your previous character. You're playing as a new character. Um, it's a Rockstar game, so kind of like GTA yeah. Five, where that you expect a massive amount of open world interaction red dead redemption the first one was incredible i'm hoping that this i know in my heart that this one's going to be good i just have a feeling and i love the wild west especially red dead redemption when you shot a gun you felt it in the controller you, you heard it and that that real loudness in the weapons in that game really came to fruition i hope they keep that in the second game you can hunt um there's interactions like rockstar have been showing these gifts of cats in game catching mice and fish right. Okay. And I love those little bits. They just create a world. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I mean, I, I haven't really played the first one at all. I played like oh. maybe five minutes, I think. I'm going to have to get you it. Um, so we'll see. I, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think, to be honest, the next big thing I'd get is probably 
uh, Cyberpunk. Hmm. But we'll see. What um? What else we we got such a random show notes thing. Um. Yeah. So the gin craze, I guess. Oh yeah, go for it. So what were you reading earlier? So today, I decided that I'd read up more on beer because I was thinking to myself, like, what do I know about beer? What do I not know about beer? There's so much I don't know, especially about hops. So um, I wanted to learn about like steering and goldings. Whenever I read a beer bottle and it's like, this has Fuggles hops. I'm like, what the hell does Fuggles mean? Um, And Fuggles was basically some guy was looking at his hops. He found a group of wild hops um, and these wild hops tended to be more earthier and nicer and spicier than the hops that they were growing at the time. Um, And in 1890 or 1870 or something, um, a man called Adam Fuggles or some crap like that. Um, actually, let me bring it up because I'm not doing this any justice. Here we go. Yeah. So classic English aroma hop, which is known as Styrian Goldings in Europe. So on some Hobgoblin beers, it says Styrian Goldings in King Goblin, when it's actually mm. Fuggles, essentially. But for some reason, they chuck it in to confuse people. Um, so... Uh, this variety was noticed growing wild in a hop garden of George Stace Moore's house at Hawes Monden in Kent, England, which is where a lot of our hops came from. Um, some of our earliest hops uh, and brewing came from Kent. Um, not to be mixed up with another word. Um, hey. So in 1875, it was commercialised by Richard Fuggle, who lived in the village of Brenchley, not far from Hawes Monden. Hence, it was called Fuggle. Um, the aroma is earthier and less sweet than Goldings. So it's a um, Goldings is basically your quintessential English hop. Um, but yeah, I just found that really cool. Um, but I also found out other things like um, how uh, ye old English from the 1500s sounds very similar to current English. Hence, yeah, it was an interesting read, though, because you posted yeah. a bit in Discord and it was like hard to understand. And then it's like you got into the flow of it. Yeah. So the way they say it is um, when I was trying to learn old timey uh, Shakespeare, uh, you had to say it in a bit of a Cornish accent or in a really weird way. So it'd be like, pour me a pint of beer that I may drink it, for I doth hath the thirst of an English man, <laughs> which is a weird way of speaking. But, you know, ale is made of malta and water, and they, the which do put any other thing to ale that is rehearsed except yeast, barmer, and God's a good, doth sophisticate their ale. So there's a really weird way of speaking. Um, but it was so cool kind of looking back in the past and because beer is one of the oldest known things to man, just, you know, yeast. Yeah. But I also found stuff like a gin craze. So... Uh, Gin was basically, you love gin, and there's a massive resurgence of gin amongst young people, much like craft beer with hipsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, But gin was found to gain much popularity, but because it was so easy to produce, a lot of poor people could get their hands on it as well. So in London, there was this craze for gin, um, which meant that people just got absolutely silly on gin, and it became a very trusted uh, drink. So it became known as a gin craze, very much how when the uh, tolerance movement happened, which I can't remember the date of that, uh, people started becoming more aware that everyone was drinking themselves to death, especially during the gin craze. (laughs) So they stopped people doing things like they banned people buying a round of drinks. You had to buy them separately. Which 
I don't know. I don't love the whole round thing, so... Yeah, I like buying my own, I guess. Yeah. I've always liked it. But then, you know, if somebody buys you a pint, I don't mind as long mm. as my issue is, is that there's always one person at the end who's, oh, hey, it's, it's too late. I won't buy my round because I've got yeah, to go nice buy it. Like, yeah, you've had three drinks on us. Don't be a twat. <laughs> buy your round. Or I actually said, right, well, I'm remembering it for next time. I said, don't be sad. I'm like, no, it's your round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or as the Australians would say, who's shouting? <laughs> yeah. They shout. I have actually been there for that, considering my uh, dad's family is all Australian. Well, they're <laughs> Brits that moved to Australia like there we go. years ago. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so lots, lots I, of history of beer stuff today. Yeah. That's and and the gin craze has come back over 500 years later. Yeah, it definitely has. Um, especially like everyone and their mum. Which is why I was looking at things like something more complicated. Um, because I'm very allergic to like pollens and crap. And I'm always having to take antihistamine. I've been trying to have more localized honey in West Sussex. And weirdly mm. enough, sometimes it helps. I was thinking of making my own mead this Christmas and actually finding out how to make it, how long it takes to make. So I might actually have to start it in November. And then by December, I'll actually have some mead. But I want to find out how much honey you need to make mead, how much purified water. All your utensils have to be purified or else it will ruin the batch of mead. Um, where am I going to get the yeast from? <clears throat> it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious because I, I've I've had some mead before. It was a while ago, but it was good. But I'm curious to see what a homemade yeast yeast mead is like. Hi. When we went to Christmas Wonderland um, in London last year, mm. we had this um, death mead, this Nordic death mead thing that they called it. But it was so good. It was like drinking honey apple cider and oh my god i'd have that for days and it was warm and it was cold and it was great yeah was that um at the hyde park thing that's the one yeah 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 so good i mean that in a while yeah well maybe we should do it this year have a big yeah. trip yeah, yeah because i just want to go back to the german tent where i can have a german beer have a shitty hot have some of that really random mead and just sing christmas songs with people because it was just genuinely amazing time yeah it was it was fun when I was there, but it was it was like freezing. It was yeah, it was absolutely cold. We went to a club after. So, um, tell me a bit about your week. Yeah, so I did the Vegas bit of of gaming. Um, I kind of the the thing I did the most probably was like playing Overwatch Capture the Flag, and that was really good fun. Like, yeah. I forget how much I love it. Um, <laughs> and it's it, I wish things like that were available like full time in Overwatch. And I think I can't remember we said this before, but like the whole PVE stuff in Overwatch. So you against like so Junk and Science Revenge that's coming up. Uh, is it out now? Eighth. It's shit. I think it's out tomorrow because it'll be the ninth. So yeah, Halloween update starts on the ninth. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's so that's tomorrow, and then things like that. And like they had the all the anniversary stuff here, like a few months back. That was great. I wish yeah. there was more of that all the time because I'd just do that. Yeah. Um, but then I also kind of run out of stuff to do in, in WoW, but I didn't because I haven't done anything, but I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I'm in the same way, man. So I kind of was like, i got to almost make a list because then I can just tick it off like bit by bit because I've just got so much to do. I've effectively dinged 120 and haven't done anything. So I've kind of just started with the Warfront stuff. So I'm sat in Arathy and just kind of doing bits. Yes. And it's kind of makes it more manageable rather than just going, oh, there's like 7,000 things to do. Which one do I pick? Yes. 
So, Absolutely. and then I'm going to aim for Pathfinder. Why not? That's a great overall goal to go for because it's not easy to achieve, but it's also, yeah, it will help when you want to get flying. Yeah, like because because with um with Legion, I didn't have Pathfinder for quite a while, um, and then I was just kind of like, all right, I must must get this, and then just it took me a lot of grinding because I wanted to catch up and I had to kind of do X amount per day, et cetera, et cetera. So grinding, grinding, <laughs> grinding. So what, uh, that's kind of like it gaming wise. I haven't really done much to be honest. Um, but I did try and work on my car. Yeah. I, everything could have gone so well. And then I just couldn't get the car off the ground. It was so frustrating. Um, so the oil change. Yeah, so just our cars, because Jack and I have kind of pretty much the same car, it kind of gives you like an oil oil life thing, which is a counter, which is 100% down to 0%, which is, it changes kind of on the way you drive, how much you drive, et cetera, et cetera. So it's kind of, it tells you when it needs doing, and mine's on like 15%. So it would be 150 quid to get something like that done here. I mean, maybe a bit less, but not much. And parts wise, it costs me fifty quid ish. That's and not when bad. I say parts, that's a filter and some oil. Hmm. Um, but I do need to get a trolley jack, which will be you get them really cheap actually, like thirty quid for one that will just do. I've got axle stands, so I'll get the car up with that, put the axle stands underneath it, take the jack out, work on the car, jack it up, axle stands out, down it goes. <laughs> But I couldn't get the car off the ground because turns out they don't have jacks in them, the courses, so I couldn't even do that. Tits! Yeah, I, was, I did it like Friday, no, not Friday, Sunday afternoon, so everything was closed and it was just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then I was like, oh, nuts. Kind of stuck. Yeah, like half four on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, I meant to do it on Saturday and kind of change things around over the weekend, so it's just like, yeah. But I'm not off for another couple of weekends, so we'll see. All right. Because working this not. week. Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It, it, it'll be fine. It, it does need doing, but it'll, it'll be fine. But it's going to, long term, it will, will save me plenty of money because I'm going to do more than just the oil. So we'll see. Um, I got some Antec fans, which are in a box yeah. still waiting on my desk. I haven't had time to actually do anything with them um <laughs> they look really good though like and there's even more rgb strips so there's that um which will be nice but yeah nice. That's, kind of, that's kind of it really it's like been a slowish week yeah i i'm with you i've um i've kind of done the same sort of thing work's been a lot of work no time to slack um i did however it's it's been kind of nice in some sort of ways for gaming so rome total war 2 i've talked about it for weeks i finally completed the campaign um finally won it finally defeated it as rome it was really tough but i was addicted to it for those last few nights it like, gets so addictive doesn't it yeah it's like okay so i've got one war front over here i've got three war fronts over here here are my armored legionnaires spain's got nothing on me girlfriend i've got <laughs> this and actually crushing it and um yeah and also just finding out that i'm a better tactician just by sometimes being do you know what i might lose this battle Let's surprise myself and see what I can do. And like against phalanxes, um, 
which are like basically braces of spearmen mm. um, going into the side of them, like having one crappy unit to try and keep their attention and get my better units to go around the side. And I realized that's what Hannibal did at Canai, which was one of the <laughs> biggest Roman losses ever. He put his crappy units in the center and put his best units on the side and it collapsed. Much like Julius Caesar um, against uh, Pompey, where he had most of his strongest units in the front. And then what he did is he had a bunch of other units around the side Cavalry tried to, in like a, a reverse L shape, cavalry tried to run around the side, got caught out by the uh, infantrymen who actually decimated the cavalry because they couldn't flank them because they just found another wall of infantry. And then they essentially, like this this other part of the L, just kind of uh, went around anti-clockwise and trapped I them see. and crushed yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did that and it worked. <laughs> and I was so surprised because that I was thinking, okay, if they go the other way, I'm buggered because they would have gone the other side where my cavalry, where my infantry weren't. But they took the bait because my general was on horse and I brought my general back and they chased my general. Mm -hmm. They got crushed and we had a fantastic victory. And that was against the Parthians, who are in history, they were known as the best bowmen on horseback. They could shoot you whilst riding at full pelt, okay. um, which yep. is a scary thing over their back, which is known as the Parthian shot. So to lure them into a infantry chap, trap i mean it's a game mechanic so it probably wouldn't work in real life but who knows anyway yeah i completed the campaign and it was great um assassin's creed odyssey my brother got me that for my birthday i've been playing it it's beautiful uh it's really fun it's also quite challenging i only played like half a morning of it though because i ended up playing overwatch with friends mm. but i'm looking forward to like just playing it off and on i'm glad that i now have a game where if nothing's going on i could just dip back into assassin's creed and that's totally cool I've been wanting how, a game like that. How are the mechanics? Because the last time I played an Assassin's Creed game, I think it was maybe three. It was terrible. Yeah, no, this is totally different. I played Black Flag as no, I played the Paris one, the one where you're French by mm. Arno, and that was okay. This one feels very fluid. You can still do all of your um assassinations. It's also got an RPG element. So did you ever play that Lord of the Rings game, a uh, Shadow of More? Mm. Uh, imagine Assassin's Creed mixed with that. So you can level sure. up skills. Um, you can kill people in a more frontal way. It's not just mindless blocking and using shots. You actually can like block, use a counterattack. Your arrows can do things. There's some really cool, and you even have abilities. So it is literally like an RPG where you can like do a Spartan kick, like Leonidas, and oh, knock someone yeah, on yeah. the ground. It feels great because I have the ability to assassinate people and play it how I feel Assassin's Creed should be played as an assassin. Yeah. But if you get into trouble, you can play it like an RPG. It's great. The story's fun. The characters are likable so far. The cities feel vibrant and there's a photo feature. So oh, you can yeah, find something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can take a picture and then other people locally will be able to see your picture and upvote it. And the most highest upvoted thing of the region was some guy behind the back of a dead wolf that he'd killed seemingly mid-coitus, which was very funny. <laughs> but yeah, you can get one in that. Um, yeah. So Assassin's Creed Odyssey is fun. I'm going to play that more. Overwatch captured the flag I played a bit of. It's nuts. I always yeah. ended up playing as Junkrat on defense because I couldn't do anything else and doing a really good job until they overwhelmed me. Um, and competitive sucks without friends. I... Yeah, I did my 10 uh, placement matches and it was like from hell. People were really rude. People are horrible. Some people were stubborn enough not to change characters. It was a living nightmare. And you'd find groups of three that were just like so elitist. You've got to go this character. Hey, no problem. I'll, I'll go this character. You died. Um, You all ran into the room 
got debuffed by oh i can't even think of her name the hacker chick sombra yeah, sombra yeah and you all died because you got gravitoned and hander that was coming if you'd gone in different doors I, I don't know. We just have to try and bait it out. But you all went headstrong in and we lost that game because you three weren't playing your tactics. It was just silly. And I can't mm. say I'm completely at fault because I messed up a few times myself. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, that I You've said about some of it in Discord as well. And it just sounds terrible. Mm. Like that just grief. Yeah. Uh, but when I play it with, you know, Morgan, Kate, yourself and Phil and... I have great fun. I actually really enjoy the game when I play it with people. But if I play it on my own, apart from practice, where I kind of have to ignore the outside noises, it's it's great fun with friends. Not amazing with. Um, otherwise, internet issues. Um, <laughs> it got fixed. Um, I can't believe how much of a difference it makes. I can talk to you without any lag. There's no worries of this going off. It's actually really chilled me out because I come back and I want to play a game and I can't. I feel so gated in my free time. Yeah. And now it's all fixed. I can watch shows. My parents can watch shows without issues because I'm still, you know, stupidly living at home. But I'm wanting to get flat, so it's kind of like a, a mixture. Oh yeah, you're you're almost there. Like it's I'm a almost zone at the moment. But yeah, like, it's more so like I'm saving money. What happened with the internet then? Did did BT tell you what happened? Yeah. So they had a dodgy wire that they didn't fix for like half a year. Um, they yeah, then fixed sense. the wire and because we have a rich person opposite us now, they've paid for fiber. So because they paid for fiber, they had to, by law, update all the other connections on the road. They also told us that because the people opposite us, the pole is literally right next to our house, we could tap into it for an extra 200 quid and we'll potentially have fiber, which okay. is nuts. And that will also increase the value of the house when they're trying to sell it, which is great. Because if you try and sell a house nowadays with crap internet, no one's going to yeah and, and to be honest like that's not a lot of money to spend overall i mean it yeah. is but it is and it isn't really yeah um, i mean they should wrap it up into a contract or something because you pay for fiber and then they go yeah okay we'll, we'll include that yeah absolutely but yeah it's amazing instead of having 15 instead of having like 30 ms that then goes up to 1500 during a game it's now like 15 to 20 ms and i'm having the time of my life i love it yeah, that's I'm like pretty much what we've so got. So much chilled out. Obviously, we can download more, but yeah, you don't need it. It it works. Absolutely. Um, other than that, yeah, I've been trying to think of things. Work has been kind of quite stressful in some ways, and I've been also. I mean, I'll talk about it another time, but it's just been very up and down for me recently, and life, I guess, has been very up and down um, in many different ways. So I've been trying to keep my head on a swivel and do things actively. So my health has kind of deteriorated a bit over the last few months, but I'm a very happy guy. Um, I think it's just, just I don't know. I, I'm gonna go see what see what's up, but it could be like I think I had a hernia, which is which not is a not nice good. thing. No, no, that's not good. But this is why I was thinking I need to kind of keep my head on the swivel and do more active things and eat and eat less portions, which is why I've been watching lots of Bake Off. So <laughs> I want to get better at cooking. I want to eat less junk food and actually make some nice snacks for myself like jam tarts again tarts yeah um pies week. especially mince pies i want to master mince pies for christmas phyllo mince pies so phyllo pastry phyllo pastry yeah pies. flakiness like, to the max yeah, yeah yeah you get like you cut it into squares and you like put like three or four into like almost a triangle shape so you kind of twist them and then you make like the wonton mince pie that's amazing yeah <laughs> I want to try, I just want to try and make stuff in my, like, even like chocolate things, 
just so I can kind of have that satisfaction of saying I made it myself. Because whenever my mum makes uh, stuff, it goes within the de- like. I only have to. I can only have. Four, uh, but if if I made a big batch of them, I could dip in whenever I like. You know, and it's not going to be overly hard to do. That yeah. and also making cider, making beer, making mead, anything like that. I want to kind of start. Everyone's home brewing something, whether it be slow gin or something else. I want to get creative. I want to make something that will get me drunk because that's hilarious. <laughs> I got myself drunk. Exactly. I got myself drunk Literally. on my own produce. Yeah, that's yeah. such a great, that would be such a great feeling. I did that with my stepdad once. We got this kit and because we left it over time, it got stronger, but you also got more of a headache. <laughs> it was brutal, but it was great fun. And it was a nice bonding thing to do with my dad, right? Um, that's the same thing. I wanted to kind of make mead. <laughs> Excuse me. Perfect. Because that would be great fun. Also, it also might help me with my allergies. <laughs> and also, let, let's, let's be honest, it is an excuse just to get drunk. Why not? <laughs> it's an excuse to get drunk. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I've got. Cooking, I've been enjoying games, internet's fixed, and I want to make alcohol. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Do it all at once. Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, I can make alcohol and eat at the same time. Ooh. Yeah. Done. And I'll play RuneScape on my mobile whilst it's sitting, yeah, yeah. so that'll Problem work. <laughs> All right, I guess that's kind of it. I mean, to be honest, we, we've been trying to figure out how we can get this thing under an hour, and I think it was, what, an hour and 40 minutes last week? Yeah, that. but I mean, we had two <laughs> extra people, so yeah, yeah. and they were new. And to be honest, I packed the show out a lot because I just wanted to kind of do that. So I get it that really long episodes can kind of wear down on everyone when got so much we got so little time during the week i mean i don't know let let us know like listeners if you can tell us like what you like because we've got people like ali with their kind of almost strict like 15 ish minutes and then you have people like us or you even i guess lagging balls are kind of just like it's it's however long it is it's like seven hours or it's five minutes it doesn't really matter like i don't know i kind of prefer the hour long segment i guess i don't know but i have to edit it maybe that's why Yeah, I de- definitely. I'd like to kind of know what everyone's thoughts are, um, what things you'd like to see added, what you love most about it. Um, and also, I guess, what you don't know at the moment, what you'd like to find out about us, what you'd like to mm. for us to talk about. A, a little bit of input would be great, just, just yeah, yeah. to see. And even maybe we're just missing things which we're not seeing because we're kind of just waffling on about the things which we're used to now. I mean, that's what we do anyway, isn't it? Uh, hashtag slacker. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we see where we can do the outro with, like, remote better last, than last time we did this? Hells yeah. All right, uh, so three, two, one, go. Don't let don't your boss, let your boss catch, catch you slacking. slacking. Until, Until next, next time, time we've, we've been, been your the slackers. slackers. So that was the show. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on Twitter at slackers underscore studio and join our Discord at the link in the show notes below. Ha! If stolen. Ah. I gotta put the show notes in. Anyway, bye. Hang on, hang on. You have to do the sad outro now. Oh. Yes, because I stole your. There we go. Ta da, done. (laughs) (laughs) Head when you do that, Ed. God. God, so annoying. (laughs) But wait, there's more. There's more! Here's some messages from other podcasts in the Slackersphere. Hey, Slackers, it is Frasley. Want to hear even more discussion about World of Warcraft and geeky stuff? 
head on over to Frazzlecast in your local supermarket podcast app, right next to the lettuce. Each week, I talk with people from Azeroth and beyond. Hey, Slackers, Allie here. Do you enjoy Warcraft Dungeons? Ever wonder what the stories are behind them, but are just too busy slacking to look it up? I've got you covered. Check out Dungeon Fables on Google Play, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Take care and keep on slacking.